It's Tuesday, February 27, 2024, and I'm Dave Sol. Three things to know today. Leveraging government initiatives, how IT service providers can enhance their cybersecurity defenses. The AI task force established by Congress, step forward or a delay in action. And generative AI in tech interviews, a new challenge for detecting cheating. This is the business of tech. With as many breaches and security concerns as I report on this show, it should be obvious that cybersecurity is not just about technology, but also the human expertise needed to interpret and respond to complex threats. Huntress is focused on elevating SMBs and MSPs around the world. Huntress has a suite of fully managed cybersecurity solutions powered by a 24 by 7 human-led SOC dedicated to continuous monitoring, expert investigation, and rapid response. And the proof is the execution. Huntress is the number one rated EDR for SMBs on G2. Want to know more about the platform? Visit Huntress.com slash MSB Radio to learn more. Gardner identifies three top trends in cybersecurity for 2024. First trend is the adoption of generative artificial intelligence, which introduces new risks and challenges related to data confidentiality, copyright infringement, and unvetted AI-generated content. The second trend is implementing continuous threat exposure management programs to address the expanding attack surface, potential blind spots in organizations. The third trend is the evolving identity and access management approach, focusing on hygiene, hardening systems, and adopting an identity-first security model. IT security leaders are advised to improve organizational resilience, coordinate cybersecurity decision-making, and implement outcome-driven metrics and human-centric approaches to enhance the security function's performance. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and Microsoft have announced progress on providing free logging capabilities to federal agencies. Microsoft will enable logs and increase the log retention period for all federal agencies using Microsoft Purview Audit. The free logging capabilities will help agencies meet requirements under an August 2021 OMB Directive on Log Management. The FBI and CISA are working to mature the Joint Ransomware Task Force, aiming to improve collaboration, identify ransomware groups, and enhance government response. The task force has already made significant contributions, such as informing entities about vulnerabilities and issuing guidelines for protection. Efforts are being made to share intelligence and provide relief to victims. A cyber incident reporting mandate for critical infrastructure companies is expected to help address the data deficit and better understand the scale of the problem. And speaking of CISA, Axios covers increasing tensions between the Department of Homeland Security and Republican leaders, particularly in relation to CISA. It highlights the physical threats faced by CISA's leadership and the challenges they face in addressing election disinformation. Privacy concerns in the insurance industry are becoming as significant as ransomware attacks, according to experts. Claims related to mishandling personally identifiable information could rival the cost of ransomware attacks. Privacy claims can take years to resolve, and result in catastrophic losses over time. Cyber insurance underwriters are increasingly concerned about privacy, second only to ransomware. Nearly 80% of firms hit by ransomware in the last two years 
were compromised a second time, according to research from Cyber Reason. Of the organizations that paid a ransom, only 47% got their data back uncorrupted. Why do we care? CISA is doing good work, and IT service providers should leverage these initiatives by integrating government-recommended practices into their cybersecurity strategies. Engaging with public agencies' insights and resources can enhance the effectiveness of cybersecurity measures. Not everything needs to be politicized, and IT service professionals should push back here. Identity management requires regular access control audits, widely implementing multi-factor authentication, and adopting zero-trust principles. Even if you're not there fully, there's lots to do. House Speaker Mike Johnson and Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries announced the formation of a new bipartisan task force on artificial intelligence. The task force, consisting of 24 members, will focus on producing forward-looking recommendations and bipartisan policy to address the promises and complexities of AI technology. The task force aims to explore how Congress can lead in AI innovation while ensuring the development of safe and trustworthy technology and protecting national security. The members selected bring a variety of expertise and experiences across relevant committees. Um, why do we care? Why do we get a task force and not action? Given the partisanship and obstruction in Congress, the task force is unlikely to produce anything of value. As I've covered on the show, other authorities and organizations have already issued comprehensive reports and recommendations. The task force lacks a clear timeline or deliverables, and with the upcoming presidential election and the dysfunctional Congress, it's a way of delaying action. An experiment conducted by Interviewing.io found that candidates can use ChatGPT to cheat in coding rounds of tech job interviews and interviewers are unable to detect it. ChatGPT, trained on information from the internet, can provide fast solutions that sound normal. However, the accuracy of ChatGPT's answers decreases for more unique problems. Despite the rise of generative AI tools used by tech companies, job seekers are still expected to solve coding problems independently during interviews. A September 2023 study by Boston Consulting Group found that AI specifically OpenAI's GPT-4, significantly boosts creativity in the workplace. Participants using AI for tasks involving ideation and content creation showed a 90% improvement in performance and achieved a performance level 40% higher than those not using AI. According to a survey, nearly half of Gen Z workers believe they receive better career advice from artificial intelligence or ChatGPT than their managers. Many Gen Z employees are turning to AI and social media for career guidance due to a lack of managerial support. And despite all of this, CIOs face challenges moving generative AI projects from experiment to production, with many failing short of their goals. Common reasons for failure include a lack of clarity on success metrics, cost concerns, and the fast-evolving technology landscape. However, failed experiments should be seen as learning opportunities and CIOs should adapt their plans quickly when experiments stall. Clearly defining success metrics and being willing to make adjustments are crucial to the successful implementation of generative AI. Why do we care? Increasing cheating using generative AI may lead to changes in the tech interview process and also expose that some core skill requirements may change. 
if coding itself is augmented by AI, are you testing for the individual's coding skill or their coding creation capability using new tools? The very nature of the question is changing. Because if AI is boosting creativity, it's a tool you want your teams to leverage, right? The benefits of a structured framework for AI project implementation include clear success metrics, budget allocation, and an agile project management approach that allows for quick pivots based on feedback and evolving requirements. And remember, encouraging a culture of experimentation where failures are viewed as learning opportunities also plays a critical role. The goal is to succeed or fail fast. Thanks for listening. It's International Polar Bear Day and National Protein Day. Let's not combine those two. Have a question you want answered? Taking listener questions, send them as a voice memo or video to question at msbradio.com. Answer listener questions live each week on our Wednesday live show on YouTube and LinkedIn, 3 p.m. Eastern this week. Got a comment or a thought? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I will talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button, follow, or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.